This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In the spirit of reconciliation, the entire team at Curious Freedom acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connection to land, waters and community. We acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders people listening today. I would like to acknowledge in particular the Darug people who are the original custodians on the land on which I record this podcast. Thank you for showing us what curious freedom can look like. Hello and welcome to Curious Freedom Podcast with Kessie Perugia and friends. And today I am here with Belinda again and we are chatting about being curious about being a smart shopper. That did not come out right, (laughs) but I'm sure you get the picture. This was requested by a long time listener and friend of mine, Owen Gray. He always comes up with many, many topics for us to chat about. He's awesome. So he asked if we could talk about being a smart shopper. And so we thought that it would go really well after last week's episode with Jen from Everyday Style. Thought it was really good timing and can flow on from that conversation. And we can talk about shopping, not just for your wardrobe, but also how to be thoughtful and mindful about all types of shopping. So Ben. Mm. What do you think about being a smart shopper? Are you a smart shopper? I definitely try to be. I don't always enjoy the process of shopping. So I think I, by nature, will be like, what do I need to do? Where am I going? 
I even think about like where am I starting and finishing as to where am I going to park? <laughs> like I, I try and be very um, practical and organized because sometimes I enjoy the process. Sometimes I just want to like get in and get it done. So I, I get, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll find out as we discover and explore what we actually mean by a smart shopper. Yeah. So why don't you tell us what we mean then? Mm, Awesome. So according to Google, I don't know exactly where this came from, but Google helped me find it. The definition of smart shopper is very simple. A smart shopper makes purchases in a smart way. They gather as much information as possible to make the best decision on the product or service they want to buy. So that kind of tells us a bit. But I thought it was definitely worth exploring. Like it uses the word smart again, not the best way to define something. (laughs) It's not very smart, is it? All those lovely people (laughs) that love grammar and words and linguistics like I do. So what we thought would be good is to just come up with a bunch of words that define what we think smart shopper is. So when we say smart shopper, what do we think? Mm. So we've got a few words here. Did you want to read them? Sure. It's definitely intentional. Like I would, (laughs) in my everyday language, I would say, yeah, let's be an intentional shopper. When I'm with clients, I'm always using the word intentional Mm -hmm. and let's be thoughtful and mindful Mm -hmm. (laughs) and intentional about how we go about shopping. So they are two other words, thoughtful and mindful, kind of Mm -hmm. the same. Yep. We also think that being an intentional shopper, <laughs> you would, you could choose to have a list. Mm-hmm. You could choose to stick to your list. Uh, you could choose to be prepared. You can choose to do some research. Delaying gratification often helps with being a smart shopper and being a conscious consumer is also what we think about when we think about being a smart shopper. Yeah. We want to do all of those things to varying degrees. So we're going to dig into all of those words and explain more about what it is that we were thinking about when we thought about this topic. Mm -hmm. And we also thought specifically with clothes shopping, there were some elements or some really key elements that we learned about last week with Jen from Everyday Style that will absolutely help you to become a more intentional, smarter shopper. So things like knowing your body shape or body type, knowing what colors look best on you or colors that you love to wear, knowing the style and the cuts of the clothes that look good on you, and also knowing what you want to look like. So she talked about a concept of having three style words to use to determine your look and to use them as a guide for when you go shopping. So we hope that by using all of these kinds of things and taking all the information and using it as like a list or a parameter for when you go clothes shopping or other types of shopping, it will help you to be much more of an intentional shopper. And we really hope for today that you feel much more equipped to be confident when shopping. As I said, I'm not always loving the process, but by using a lot of the things we're going to talk about, I definitely feel much more confident when I go shopping and confident that I know I'm putting my money to good use, which I think yeah. is really key in being a smart shopper. Yeah. And notice that we didn't, in being an intentional and smart shopper, we didn't talk about money. Like mm. that didn't even come into our consideration, mm. particularly because we know that everybody has different budgets and different requirements. And we think that what we're talking about today can be used no matter what budget you're on. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so it's not about money. 
it's not about your finances. It's about being intentional with your time and with your money and with the resources that you're bringing into your home. And one of the reasons that we love talking about it being an intentional shopper is because we see the effects of not being an intentional shopper. (laughs) And we go into homes all the time that are cluttered for all sorts of reasons. And one of the common reasons is that people just aren't intentional about their shopping for whatever Mm -hmm. reasons. And there can be many, many reasons why people aren't intentional about their shopping. Could be time poor, It could be a money issue that you don't have to be concerned about money. It could be that you're overwhelmed by life. It could be because of your health. There's loads of reasons why people are either always, you know, have never been an intentional shopper or are not an intentional shopper in this season or in a previous season of your life. So we see the consequences of not being an intentional shopper. And so we really want to encourage you how to be a smart shopper yeah Um, going forward so before we start talking about those words that we define as being a smart shopper do you want to talk about some of the outworkings that we've seen in people's homes or that you've seen specifically in somebody's home yeah I guess one of them that came straight to mind when you were talking about that was when going through things with clients no matter what area you're working on there's very often unopened packages or packages arrive at the front door while you're in a session. So that's always interesting that they have called you there to help and support them through this process of letting go and decluttering, but then to also see that they're still bringing more in. And I know that one of the big things we've talked about a lot in the past is stopping the flow of what's coming into your home. So by being intentional and mindful and preparing and having a list and all of that kind of stuff, hopefully that can help stop that continual flow of things coming into your home. Yeah. And it's not that we don't want you to be buying new things or buying things that you you need. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And hence why we want to be intentional. Yeah. So the first way we're going to talk about is intentional. And around that is, do I even need it? Mm -hmm. Do I need to buy another dress or have I got 15 in my cupboard already that will suffice for the purpose that I'm desiring to buy a new dress for? Do I need a new saucepan or... (laughs) is the saucepans that I've got working fine or, and it can be the opposite. Like, no, I absolutely need a new saucepan because mine is, you know, the Teflon's gone or it's all scratched or, you know, for whatever reason. Okay. So what am I doing with the old one? I'm going to put it in the bin or take it to Salvo's or, you know, pass it on and it's going so that I'm making space for this new one to come in. And then when I'm going to buy the new one, I'm being intentional that I actually only need one saucepan. I'm not going to get sucked into buying five for the price of one. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So intentionality is what we love here at Curious Freedom. Mm -hmm. And we want to encourage you to be really deliberate and intentional with what it is that you're buying. So have you weighed up the pros and cons? Have you done some research? We're going to talk a little bit more about that later on. Is there a reason that you're buying it? (laughs) Like, let's be intentional about our shopping. And this is really challenging when we're being flooded by emails from Mm -hmm. all the shops telling us that the latest clothes, the latest product, the latest whatever it is needs to live in your home. 
And so one of the things that we often talk about is unsubscribing from all of those um, emails. And then you reduce your temptation to buy things that you may not need. And then you can be intentional about looking for that dress or that saucepan or the holiday or whatever it is that you're wanting to be purchasing. You can be intentional when it is time that you're actually going to need it. Absolutely. Yeah. And I guess the whole point is it's not something you've just done on a whim. You've actually put thought, you've been deliberate and there is purpose in your purchasing of whatever it is. So we just really, you know, encourage you to think about it, which leads beautifully into being mindful. So shopping mindfully, you're fully present when you're making your decisions and it's kind of similar to intentional because you're you're thinking through options and you're making decisions based on having actually given thought to them before you hand over your money. So it's you're not being impulsive or spontaneous. They would absolutely be the opposites to to those. So we're wanting to focus more on being very thoughtful. As we've said, we've used the word thoughtful. We should have added that to our list as well. We've used the word thoughtful a lot. We want you to really think about it. Yeah. Did you have thoughts about that? Yeah. I think also my when I think about being mindful with shopping, I think about preparing for the shopping as well. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, not going to the grocery store when you're starving because the consequences yep. is that you usually buy way more than you actually need because you're you're actually hungry. Yeah, so, so true. <laughs> Maybe having a snack before you go to the shops will reduce that or making sure you've had a good lunch or breakfast or dinner, whatever, not going to the shops hungry is being mindful. You're preparing for being mindful while you're at the shop, but also being mindful when you're out shopping. Like I know I've had a really challenging morning with my thought life and it probably wouldn't have been wise for me to go to the shops like even go grocery shopping because I may not have made the best choices while I was at grocery shopping because my mind just was not present. I wasn't, I wouldn't have been present in the moment. And we can find that so often when the shop assistant will go, Hey, do you want to sign up to their emails? And like, yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. Like I just, yeah. I, I just want to get out of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, um, sure, sure. Yeah, of course. Because you're thinking about your friend that you've spoken to earlier this morning and they've shared something really challenging and your heart's broken for them or, you know, for whatever reason, you're actually not being present in the moment. And so being mindful and making sure that you're in the room and present with the people around you as well. Like, I'm not sure if the curious ones, if you've ever been a shop assistant or you've worked, been a checkout chick, but you know, when somebody's present with you (laughs) and when they're not. And so just to be you know, even from a kindness perspective and being courteous to the people who are serving us, being mindful and present with them is also really good. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I was just thinking about mindful and there's an element of awareness. So being mindful of what is your emotional state? Mm -hmm. Have you just had a fight with your partner? And have you created a habit where you might jump online and start shopping to help yourself feel better? So I think that put into that little mindful category there of just having an awareness of your emotional state at the time of shopping and maybe you rearrange some plans and shop a bit later or at another time when you're actually in a better frame of mind. So like curse, like, you know, you didn't go to the shops today and that was probably a good decision because you were aware of what was happening there and you thought, no, I just need to, yeah, not do that right now. 
Yeah. And I think that that's so true when it, particularly when it comes to online shopping, mm-hmm. <laughs> because we can have. It's accessible. It's so accessible and particularly if you're getting bombarded with emails or Facebook ads or Instagram ads are popping up all the time and you are not mindful of how it is that you're feeling and you're not being intentional. You're just like, yep, I'm just going to (laughs) shop rather than going on to some of these next things that we're going to talk about, which will help with being mindful as well. Yeah, absolutely. The next thing will help you without a doubt, even if you are feeling not quite emotionally Mm. happy. If you have a list and you stick to your list, then your emotional state won't come into play here because you've got your list and you know what you need to get and that's what you're getting and that's it. And look, it sounds a lot easier than it actually is sometimes. (laughs) It can be really tricky to stick to your list, but it's a really helpful way of being mindful and intentional because it requires preparation So you have to sit down, you have to think about, okay, I'm going grocery shopping. What do we actually need? What do I already have? And something that I love to do in terms of, I guess, having a list, although it doesn't really look like a list, is I will open my cupboards and my fridge and take a photo. And I'm pretty sure Fee actually talked about doing this as well in another episode. But I love to do that because I'm very visual. So like if I can picture something or see something, I won't forget it. I'll remember it. It really helps me a lot. So by taking that photo, if you're out and you can be like, oh, I didn't check if we had enough of these. Like I know I need to buy spaghetti, but did I check if we have enough tomato paste? You can just look at that photo and it's really obvious like where the gaps are or where the spaces are. Actually, I have five of them. Don't really need to buy any more this week. So (laughs) I find it really helpful. It's a really quick way. Like you don't actually have to sit down, write a list if you're time poor or you're just short on time anyway or have kids like Kirsten and I do and in particular my little one, she's four. I don't always have time to sit down and make the list or she wants to help me, which is beautiful and I'm trying to, you know, train her in the way she should go and embrace (laughs) it. Yes. But it's not always great if you push for time because, you know, it can make things take a bit longer. So I think that, you know, having some form of list, whether it's taking photos or keeping a running tab in your notes app of your phone or whatever kind of phone you have somehow, keeping a, a running tab of things, a list of like a wish list. My husband and I both have a wish list of things we'd like in our future home. So every time we see something, we like, we just add it to the list. That's a different kind of, you know, preparing for purchases and things like that, but the same kind of concept. Or or if you've got some pieces of clothing you want to add to your wardrobe, keep a list. Might not be right to buy them just yet. Might be the wrong season. Have that list. So when you're out and if something is on sale and it catches your fancy, because that happens a lot (laughs) to some of us, you can (laughs) check, oh, do I need that? Oh, it's on my list. Okay, cool. Well, been intentional, I've thought about it and I can now go ahead and buy it. Yeah. And I think that taking a photo can really help in your wardrobe as well. Yeah. Because then when you do see something, you're like, oh, hold on. Does it go with everything else yes. in my wardrobe or is it the wrong shade of blue and it won't actually yep. go with the other clothes that I have and it won't mix and match really easily? I think, yeah, being prepared, like having that list can really help you because you could do a declutter of your wardrobe and then do that order that Jen talked about Mm. and go, all right, well, I need, you know, whatever. Let's say I need a pair of black pants and three tops, but I don't need, need them today. 
So I can just take my time. I've got it on my phone so I know. And then maybe next time I'm at the shops and I have got time, I can walk into my favorite store and see if they have any of the things on my notes. Yeah. And they do, then you can get them. And it also stops you from walking into a shop and going, oh, I love that jacket. I must have that jacket. And then you can look at your notes and go, "Mm, I've already done the order of my wardrobe. I actually probably don't need a jacket. I've probably got 15 of them already. (laughs) Or if you're in Sydney like us, you've probably only got two. (laughs) Or maybe you have 15. (laughs) But you're not wearing them because it's like 37 degrees today. (laughs) Yes. I'm like, just talking about a jacket makes me hot. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like we do the same thing for birthdays. Like we'll get the kids to write list before their birthday. So anytime they say, I want this, put it on our list. And I think that that can really come into it when we're talking about like in this being prepared, like you can start creating your birthday list or your Christmas list now and just start thinking about so that you can delay your purchases as well. Yep. We can yep. move on to that as well. We can yeah. talk about delay. I was purchases. just going to say something else with that is when I'm out with my four-year-old and she's in the toy section and picking up all the things and I want this and I want this and I want this as, as they all do, it can be really tricky to navigate. So something that I've started doing, I can't remember who it was that suggested it, but it's brilliant and a thank you, whoever you were. Um, can't give you credit, but thank you so much, uh, is I will say to her, hey, well, why don't we take a photo of that and we'll add it to your birthday list and we can look at it because my kids know that they can make a list for their birthday and then we go through and choose some of it. It's not everything. So it's it's teaching them about that delayed gratification of we don't need to have everything right now all the time because they're nothing special. So mm-hmm. actually delaying that and then she is much more happy to go, oh, okay, well, I've told mum about this. We've got a photo now so she won't forget unless she loses the photo in her camera roll. <clears throat> but yeah, so she she's like, oh, much more likely to put it back and happily then move on to wherever it is we need to go. Yeah. And there's solutions to losing it in your camera roll. You could yes. create a Rory photo album. <laughs> this would be an excellent idea. Thank you, Kirsty. <laughs> this is about like doing research like how do we do research for what our kids want for their birthday as well we yeah. get them shopping and list and take photos of everything that they want <laughs> absolutely <laughs> but even like doing that research for the big big purchases yeah like a couch or a new oven or a new washing machine or even like a new suit or yeah. you know a jacket that can cost you $150. Like how researching can help you to be intentional. And you also have to know what type of person you are. Like, are you, and you know, obviously this is talking to more those impulse buyers because we, you know, (laughs) Belinda and I love our Enneagram. So (laughs) the like fives on the Enneagram could spend their whole life researching and never purchase anything. (laughs) And so there are those type of people who don't purchase things for a very long time because they really do have to put in the research. 
But when you do research things, even if it is a cheap t-shirt or it, you know, something that you can easily afford, like putting in that research is kind of like stopping those impulse buying, like, because you're like, oh, I'm going to have a look around, uh, you know, and that can be combined with these other things, like being a conscious consumer, like actually I'm going to look for a fair trade t-shirt. I'm going to look for something that is going to actually provide money and dignity and whatever to somebody else. I'm going to research what white t-shirt I could buy that will make the biggest positive impact on the world, (laughs) for instance. And so you could do the research into that, but the same with a couch or a house or big purchases, a holiday, like Mm -hmm. I get sucked into like, you know, I'll look on luxury travel. (laughs) This is for the Australians. Um, (laughs) Look on luxury travel and go, oh my gosh, that looks so cheap. What an awesome holiday. And then go and do a little bit of research and realize that actually, you know, they're saying it's a 70% discount, but I can get a 70% discount outside of luxury travel and on another website. So do I really need to be purchasing it right now because luxury travel has got a discount on it? (laughs) My sister and I just booked for a weekend cruise. Oh, fun. Yeah, we're going on the P&O's 80s cruise. So let me know if you're going to be on that cruise and we can (laughs) catch up and have a cocktail or two together. But we did that and we delayed gratification for a week or two because we both weren't in the right head space to make wise choices and coincidentally the fair dropped half price in that week awesome (laughs) that was a delayed gratification that a hundred percent worked out for us yeah there you go look at what you can do when you actually stop and take some planning and just say I'm gonna leave it for a little bit Yeah. And it's, you know, it's your hard earned money that you're spending. So you want to make sure it's worth investing the time to actually work out where you want to spend it and that it's worth spending in the first place. Because even sale items or even like things that you see clothes shopping, you can go, oh, I really, really like that dress. And then you can just delay it a week or two instead of buying it right there. And then you can take a photo, put it on your wish list, sit with it, think about whether or not do I actually need it? Is this actually going to make me everything that the advertising is telling me it's going to make me feel? Am I suddenly going to be a millionaire just by buying this dress? (laughs) Am I suddenly going to be living in the Caribbean by buying this dress? (laughs) Probably not. So by having that delayed gratification and then when you've thought about it and you're, you know, your rational mind's kicked back in, you're being intentional, you can go through what are your values and is this purchase what you need to do right now? And if so, cool, I'll go when I'm next at Witchery, I'll buy that dress that I looked amazing in or actually I don't, I don't need to buy that dress or I've waited the week and it's on sale and I've saved myself 50%. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) I'm actually doing that with, uh, I've seen this cardigan that I really, really like, and it's the most beautiful color. And I keep seeing it every time I go into this one particular shop. I'm like, no, it's too hot at the moment. I'll just wait. I'll just wait. (laughs) So we'll see. I'll have to let you all know if I end up buying it or not. (laughs) So the story I tell myself, if I miss out on that cardigan or that dress, you know, if I wait for it to be on sale and they don't have it in my size, then I just go, okay, this wasn't meant to be. Like there's plenty of more 
cardigans out there, there's plenty of more dresses. Another one will come along, you know, and I think that's the same even for big purchases. Mm. Like another house will come along. Yeah. Another car will come along. Yeah. Something better, Um, something better suited. You've got more time to think, oh, what's going to, you know, more time to research or more time to actually work out what are my non-negotiables for this purchase and all of that kind of stuff. So it can mm. only work in your favor, really. Yeah. Our last point definition <laughs> was being a conscious consumer. You want to talk about that? Sure. You're probably better to talk about it than I am. You're very environmentally conscious. Yeah. So being a conscious consumer is really important today because everything is super disposable. You can buy disposable everything. You've got fast fashion, all of that kind of stuff. And it's often cheaper sometimes to buy something new if it's broken rather than repair it, depending on what the item is. So, you know, we're we're always encouraging people to try and repair things or shop secondhand and all of that kind of thing. But we we obviously don't want to keep adding to the amount of wastage that's happening in the world, especially in fashion. I know we've done a few episodes about that kind of thing. One that I'm thinking of is with Claire Press. Yes. So we'll link that in the show notes for sure. But um, just, yeah, moving away from that fast fashion where you, you wear it twice and then it needs to go in the bin because it was made cheaply and unethically and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, just being, again, intentional, mindful, do your research, know who the companies support that you're buying from, shop secondhand first, see if you can find it secondhand first, all that kind of thing. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The kids are really desperate to get another bird. Emily got a bird for Christmas and they both want another bird. And Simon's open to having another bird too. He's really enjoying the bird. Oh, wow. Me. I'd rather a dog still, but that's okay. <laughs> you can use it as leverage to get a dog. If we get another bird, <laughs> no, we won't go there. <laughs> yeah, please don't. It just makes my heart sore. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's all good. So... What we did when we were going to buy the bird is I was looking for secondhand cages and couldn't find one that was in the style that we wanted. And now we're thinking and being 
delaying the gratification. I totally could have spent a lot of money on the weekend buying a second bird and a second cage, (laughs) but I did not. But we'll need two cages to start with because they need to be separated for a couple of days until they get used to each other. And we're talking about when we have to buy a new cage because it has to be bigger because two can't fit in the cage that we bought at the moment, but we want to resell the first one. So we've been just talking about like, oh, let's put it on Facebook marketplace when the time's right. And so the point of that story, I know it was a bit windy, but the point was that buying secondhand can sometimes be just as good and it is definitely better for our environment. And (laughs) this sounds so cheeky, but it means that you can sometimes get the things that you choose not to get (laughs) because of your ethical choices at the start. You wouldn't buy that top, but when you see it, in a secondhand store, you will buy that top <laughs> because you're buying it secondhand. <laughs> Belinda's like shaking your head at me. <laughs> All right. Um, I think we've done a pretty good job of explaining what it looks like to be a smart or intentional shopper. So what about some practical clothing specific things that we gleaned from Jen last week that I think it was one of my favorite episodes. I've had quite a few people tell me they loved it as well. So if you have not listened to last week's episode, which is curious about everyday style with Jen, definitely give it a listen. It's uh, I had a friend text me this morning saying her mind was blown. So absolutely have a listen to it. It's awesome. And we gleaned some really, really cool practical tips to help you when you're shopping specifically for clothes. Mm. So definitely knowing your body shape or type can help (laughs) even so much as there's different clothing stores, their cuts are designed for the different body shapes. And so you may go into a store and you'll never find an item of clothing in that store, no matter which size you go for, because the cut is just wrong for you because it's not designed for your style of body. So I won't name and shame any stores, but I totally could. Um, (laughs) So knowing your body shape and type can be really helpful. Yeah. And there's easy ways to work that out. Like if you don't know, there's a couple of quizzes you can take online. I'm pretty sure Jen actually has one. Yes, she does because I did it on her website that you can do. So I'll pop the link in the show notes for that. But it's, yeah, just understanding how to, yeah, what clothes suit your body shape is super important. Another one that both Kirsty and I have actually had this done for ourselves is knowing what colors look best on you and colors you like wearing. So we both had a color consultation where we found out the kinds of colors that enhance our natural beauty, so to speak, but we were given our 35 best colors that highlight all the things we want to highlight. So I know I have found this incredibly helpful when I've been shopping. I discovered colors that I thought would make me look washed out and actually are some of my all-time favorite colors. And it's really helped me when I go into a shop, scan quickly, what are my colors? Like what are the, and obviously you can wear whatever colors you want to. For myself, I'm really enjoying wearing these best colors. So I just scan around and go, okay, well, no, 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 no. And it really helps to just hone down what the options are because it can be very overwhelming walking into a shop and seeing all these clothes and not even knowing where to start. So it's a great way of like another starting place to already cut out a whole bunch of options. So I've been finding that that's really, really helpful. Yeah, and it definitely helps you being intentional and Mm -hmm. mindful 
It helps with all of these all things. things. <laughs> yeah. Because you've done the research about who you are and what looks good on you. And the same with the rest of the, like knowing yeah. your style yeah. that you prefer and knowing the cut, what looks good on you and what doesn't. And if you haven't listened, I know we're harping on about it, but Jen talks last week about knowing your style words or figuring out what your style words are because they will help determine what look you're going for. And so you can be really intentional about what it is that you're even looking at when you're out of the shop. So Jen's words were fun, current and polished. Bin, what are yours? Yeah, I um was struggling to work this out, but I... <laughs> I find these things tricky, but I landed on soft, feminine, and minimal. Mm. Yep. I think that works. I'm not really, I don't know. <laughs> you can tell me. Yeah. Well, I think it's also just, you get to play with it. You yeah. get to then go, well, next time I'm out of the shops and mm. I'm looking for soft, feminine, and minimal, and then I find something that I really love, then you're like, okay, does that fit with soft, feminine, minimal? No, but I still love it. So maybe one of those words needs to change. Yeah. Or I just really love it. <laughs> yeah. Or you just really love it and you yeah, don't care absolutely. anyway. Like, yeah. Cause mine were, I really liked, um, Jen's fun and current. Yeah. And I haven't landed on my third word yet. Cause I looked at loads of words and I think like I went oh maybe it's eclectic but I think that eclectic can fit in with fun and so I'm all like okay so what would be another word <laughs> Simon has a definite style that he would always choose for me <laughs> and it's not always fun <laughs> doesn't fit in with my funness sometimes so yeah I'm going to still try and land on my third word Awesome. But yeah, we hope that that's what really stood out to us from last week's. One of the many things that stood yeah. out to us from last week. So, and we put a little challenge in our Facebook community as well, just saying, you know, to to have a think through the week of what are your style words. So, if you haven't joined our Facebook community, come on over. Yeah. So, hopefully, people have had fun with that. I look forward. I haven't had a chance to check anyone's responses yet, but um, I know that people have loved it. And I think that that style words you could come up with same or different ones for your house because yep. then that can help you when you're buying things for your house and the same with your food like okay what are our values I think it comes back to your values like yeah okay you know if you're trying to be healthy just for instance like if you're trying to be healthy in your food choices then maybe putting the Tim Tams in your basket isn't aligning with the values that you have for your food at the moment. I'm not looking at you, Belinda. <laughs> don't worry. I'm taught, I'm preaching to everybody here, not just you. Yeah, yeah. But oh, here, here's one that I can preach to you about, Belinda. <laughs> oh, excellent. You could go, well, I've got allergies or intolerances in my family, so I'm not going to put that in my basket. <laughs> yes, yes, this is good advice. Thank you. <laughs> Just staring you. But I think that, that having those style words or values words can can really help you to be intentional, yeah. to be prepared, to be a conscious consumer, to be mindful, because it's all coming back to values. 
Yeah, absolutely. And the whole point is to give you some form of framework or boundaries or guidelines, because when you've got something like that, it helps to keep you where you want to be instead of just open slather, free reign on whatever. And, you know, essentially what we're talking about is setting visions as well. And that's where it comes from your values. So understanding all of those things. And like I said, you know, for your home, we often will say to clients, what do you want this room to feel like or look like or or that kind of thing? So it's the same sort of thing. You can apply it to lots of different places. We're just specifically talking about shopping and clothes at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's good. We can talk about how to be intentional across every area of your life. (laughs) But yes, today we're talking about being a smarter shopper. I'm going to read a review from Kaz Loves Podcasts via Apple Podcast, and that was left on the 22nd of February this year. It says, love this new direction. Thank you, Kirsty, for inviting us into a deeper understanding of how freedom and decluttering are interconnected. I love this new direction. Still oodles of practical tips and ideas and also adding such wisdom to helping us understand our why. Wishing you all the best, Kirsty. Thank you, Kaz, who loves podcasts. (laughs) I love people's usernames. Yeah, (laughs) it's cool. So we hope that today has been really helpful for you. You can take away some of the tips that we've given you to be a smart shopper in the future. And we would love to hear your review. So you can leave that on Apple Podcasts or the podcast player that you're using at the moment. Most of them do have review functions. So leave us a review, come over to our Facebook page, share how you've enjoyed this episode and what intentionality you're going to take from it as well. And we can't wait to be back in your ears, curious ones next week. Bye. Bye. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.